0: hey welcome to another episode of just being Amos podcast with my co-host trevor in this episode we're going to talk about season two of the mandalorian also we're going to give our picks of the week and also we're going to do our favorite five science fiction tv show enjoy the podcast back To just being nameless podcast with my co host Trevor. Hey, welcome back, Trevor. Last time we talked, you was over the phone, yeah, yeah. So glad you're back, man. Yeah, me too. So, um, yeah, you got that song in my head, dude. Pump, Pump up the, the jam. jam. <laughs> <Pump it> up. <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> don't, don't, hey,
1: don't ask where that just started from. It just it's, man. it
0: just, came out, man. I could use that of one of my. Nah, I'm not using that for intro. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yo, welcome back to um another episode of this amazing podcast of just Being Amos. In this episode, we got plenty of topics to talk about, but our main um topic today is going to be season two of the Mandalorian. It um yeah, it's back. It's back, baby. You know what? This is the way. It's back, baby, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh mando do say this is the way. <laughs> this is the- so I have spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> so yeah, man, Trevor. Well, I know you were happy for season two because season one was excellent to me. Yeah, season one was very, very good. Yeah. So I just couldn't wait. And it, it's you know it was it came out last year, and we wanted more. And it came out this year again for season two. I mean, I'm glad because during this pandemic, we need some new shit.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty quick turnaround for yeah. the second season.
0: It really was, man. I, I think they might be filming for season three already. Maybe, maybe. I don't know how they got, you know, if they got started on filming because right. of the uh, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. But yeah. So, man, season two started like a week, two weeks ago. Yeah, yes. it been weeks ago. yeah it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks from now. So we in on episode two of season two. And um, so far, man, I'm really enjoying it. And that damn baby Yoda. Can't stay out of damn trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this is that damn baby man. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about the episode two for sure. Yeah, right. So yeah, man. So episode one, you know, show, on season two came out two Fridays ago. Yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. And um, and it started off with a bang. <laughs> it just started off, just hey, picked up with season one left off with fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more and more and more and less, you know. So. Yeah, so in season two, he is trying to um, find Baby Yoda, his kind, back to his, his species, whatever right. his race is, whatever he is. And, you know, now he is part of his, I guess, Mando's um, clan. It's of a, a two. That's what she said. It was um, of two. You and the baby are one, mm-hmm. in other words. So he, he's on a mission. Also to find other Mandalorians to help him out to find Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. His, people, species, his species. species. Yeah. So that's the mission for season two. And, you know, there's going to be other stuff along the way, but
1: right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, as, as they've done, um, which is, which is good. I enjoy this format. It's kind of like every week. It's kind of a different adventure, right. um, that, that happens in his ultimate arc long quest to, uh, to find baby Yoda's species to return
0: him. Right. To his kind. Right. And so, I mean, they have really done a homework, with this show as far as bringing old characters and familiar faces, you know, species or aliens, I mean, species in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. right? I think they've done a great job because I didn't know most of the stuff. I had to go back and look at some stuff. This showed up, this person, that thing right there. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this show. Right. And I think that's pretty cool, man, to have that in there. Right. Well, like, in
1: C- in episode one, I'm pretty sure when I heard the name, the, the bartender... Um, I think he was one of the. I don't know if they named him or if you know they're saying he's one of the guys who is on Jabba's sail barge. Yeah, that was the name of one of the figures that they had for that guy. That was one of the the guy on guys on Jabba's sail barge. So it's kind of like, oh, look, this is where he ended
0: up. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did this. That I read. Um, I looked at the video. They said, yeah, that's one of the characters. One that was there, own like from what is it, *Pirate Strike Back*? Right. Or, no no no, no, Return, no. Of Jedi. Return of the Jedi Return of the yeah. Jedi man so many Star Wars movies man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I thought it was pretty interesting then also in episode 1 of season 2 they show the, um, the what's the whole looking thing um, Jabba's um, um, Jabba's guard bodyguards the, um, the, oh the Gamorrean guards the Gamorrean guards although yeah. those were like Skin. super skinny Gamorian guards but you know what man because he's not getting fed by Jabba the Hutt <laughs> yeah it's hard times man yeah hard times <laughs> Yeah, they, they're in the ring fighting for scraps and whatever. Yeah, basically, basically yeah, like a wrestling tournament. Yeah. For- so, yeah, that's probably the reason why I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> that's my guess. <laughs> so, job ain't there to feed him. Or getting fed to that, what's the monster? The oh, Rancor. The Rancor. <laughs> he's not around. And that's going to come into play also in season um season one. What, the, the job is not around? No, 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 the Rancor. Remember, as far as, you know, he's looking for the other Mandalorian. Mando is, right? So yeah. he gets back to Tatooine. Is it Tatooine he goes back to? I'm pretty sure he's on Tatooine. Tatooine, yeah. Yeah, so he goes back to Tatooine, and they were talking about this. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. So it begins, and I don't know what planet he went to for the information. That wasn't in Tatooine. It was something else. No, he wasn't on Tatooine um, for that one. Yeah, so he began, and he asked information about other Mandalorians, and and, and I don't know the guy he's talking to, the Cyclops, which, by the way, was John Leguizamo. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, saw that, I saw
1: that later. Yeah, the Cyclops was played by John Leguizamo. I'm like, wow,
0: that's pretty good. I mean, I didn't recognize his voice. I yeah. mean, so um, so he asked him questions about, any have you located, or you know any place around the galaxy there's any Mandalorians located, right? And what happened is he's getting double-crossed right. once again. You can't trust these damn um on the on the man come on uh, no and clearly he doesn't
1: cuz he was ready for it <laughs> oh yeah you see yeah. baby yoda well, baby yoda instantly hits the button, button and closes up that little pod <laughs> <He's like>, uh oh <laughs> and then those little homing missiles shoot out of it uh, the hummingbird
0: mandos yeah wrists yeah 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 and that, that was pretty interesting man cuz you know what with, with his um baskar armor man it takes a lot of hits and things. is well, yeah i mean lasers <laughs> just bounce off it right so he was he he was handling the business you know he gave it to him so that was that, so he left that um, planet and headed to Tatooine. And he come across another familiar face, the mechanic, that helped him out in season one.
1: Right, well, he stopped by, right. yeah, specifically. Um, I don't even know her name. Uh, I don't know the character's name, but the actress is Amy Sedaris.
0: Amy Sedaris, I'm not familiar with yeah, her. Yeah, she's a comedian. Well, I could tell the way she, well, her yeah. line, her dialogue and everything.
1: Okay, so that happened. I think she was like the Strangers with Candy strange uh, like uh actress i think was she playing a, uh, a kid well she was like she went back to high school she was like the blonde yeah the, yeah i think that was her
0: oh okay pretty sure that you
1: might be right right let me look it up yeah. just so that yeah you know, <laughs> so, twitter doesn't start yelling at me
0: oh twitter you about my audience gonna yell yo Trevor, what the hell are you talking about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. so he, he's trying to get information from her so, it's just back and forth and things like that. When he met and saw her again, he she was at a bar. A that familiar bar in Tatooine, you know, that Luke left. I think that was the same bar, right? Yeah, the most high cantina? Yeah, I think so. You know, when Luke first met Han and everything like that back in the first Star Wars. Yeah, I believe so. And uh, what's we know what it is? It was, she, it was her. The, um, uh, I'm looking it up now. It's kind of slow. It's oh, okay. <laughs> So, he meets up with her, and then he has information about that. So, what? And yeah, everything. Strangers with Candy, I was right. Oh, so you're right. See, there you go, guys. Trevor was right. But I, I think I only seen, like, one episode of that. It, yeah. was, it was not well, my I mean, cup
1: of tea. It wasn't my cup of tea, either.
0: But. Nah. But, but um, But my question with this, man, with the... What you think about... I think, you know, so much CGI is done for the movies, for Alien and stuff like that. I think it's kind of refreshing see just regular puppeteering and just practical props. Right, and they're actually wearing costumes, costumes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not all CGI. Yeah, I wanted to say that once um, earlier, but, yeah, it's because when he walks to the, um, to talk to the mechanic, she's playing, like, I guess, poker with uh, with, with, like, the, the an ant an an guy. like, okay. Yeah, but that was episode two. two. Oh, that was episode two? Yes. You sure? Yes,
1: because we just watched it today.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn, give them the <laughs> episode two. See? It been a long weekend, dude. I'm just making it back home. <laughs> so now, okay, I got that wrong. So episode one, we basically he shows up to her. She gives she that's gives right. him a land speeder so he can go out,
1: and then that's when he meets. Um, uh, What's he meets Tim, Tim, justified? Tim, yeah, Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant.
0: Yeah, he always played a freaking sheriff, for the, all on, man, dude. <laughs> and they did it. actually did like a um a video, not a video, but photos. Deadwood, Justified, yeah, and this and something else he played uh, a lawman. I can't think of, but Deadwood and Justified on top of my head. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. I always play a fucking lawman. Yep. <laughs> the Marshal. That's the name of the t- um, the episode one is Marshal. Right, the Marshal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I mean, he he gets there and he's trying to find a Mandalorian and he shows up in well, the Mandalorian. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, a
1: Mandalorian. Or someone wearing Boba Fett's Mandalorian armor right. walks in. And then when he takes off the helmet, it's um, Timothy Oliphant. Um, I think Cobb Vance or something Van- is his Von- character's Cobb name. Font, something something yeah. like that. Um, and then, uh, and so then he's like, you know, obviously I'm not a Mandalorian. You know, I got in, you know, Mando's like, where'd you get it? And he's like, I got it. I bought it from a Jawa. Oh, I love um, damn Jawas. Right. <laughs> So we we learned that um, well, we learned that after the the emperor fell, um, a bunch of pirates kind of came into you know bandits mm-hmm. came into the town and kind of slaughtered some people and mm-hmm. took it over. Yeah, and you know Cobb ran and then um, and he managed to run with a bunch of jewels and he traded those to the uh, Jawas. So the Jawas eventually found him in the desert and picked him up. And he traded the jewels for the Mandalorian armor, which he saw on the wall. Right. And then he came back and he used the armor to take out the bandits, which she and did. therefore freed the town, which he's now become the protector
0: of. You know that scene when they was getting away from him, and he shot the rocket off his backpack. Someone uh-huh. said frame from frame, that was like the first Iron Man. You know when Iron Man okay. was going that when um, the tank is from distance, right? And the way he shoots the missile. They said it was the same, and Favreau said it, too, like, it was the same frame. Oh, yeah, he probably did that on purpose. Purpose, right, that, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a Disney pro- property. Yeah. <laughs> so, I right. thought it
1: was pretty cool. So, and, but their their town is kind of being um, harassed, shall we say, by a, uh, a crate dragon. A crate dragon, that's what it is. Which kind are. of, like, moves around underground. Right. Um. So... Obviously, the law of the Mandalorians is that he needs to take that Mandalorian armor back, so that he's ready to like get in a shootout with I mean, him. Yeah, and you know Timothy Olyphant's like, "How about this? You help me take out that crate dragon, I will give you the Mandalorian armor free." And that was the deal. they So had. that's what they did. So that episode was involved trying to take out the crate dragon.
0: Now the crate dragon—that was another thing. Like I said, going back to going to knowing your Star Wars stuff, right? They say the crate dragon first appeared, the bones first appeared right. in All the of the New bones World. that you used to see, see in, Star in Star Wars, Wars. those were crate dragons. dragons. Yes. So we actually finally see a crate dragon. Right. But there was something too that they it
1: used to be an old Disney um creature that they were going to use, right. but they didn't. So then George Lucas ah. kind of took it. <laughs> Damn George.
0: <laughs> so Hey man, whatever you can use, man. <laughs> That's right. You can. So they and so they um the Mandalorian go. And he comes across some Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders, yeah. yeah. And that was also the problem that they had. Also, the people of that village or that town, that um, the Tuscan Raiders, they could not get along with them, right? Because the the, the dragon, it was harassing the townspeople and the Tuscan Raiders that were having issues with it, also, right? So you know they had to come to an agreement. and Say you know if you do this with this for us. We'll Leave the town alone, so they had to come in agreement. Was, I'm, going, I'm going ahead because we've got so much to talk about, right? Right, yeah, and um, yeah, we don't need to do plot by plot, yeah, minute. yeah. So, minute by minute, minute. So, Tusk, the Tuscan Raiders agreed with Cobb and his village of the, the townspeople to destroy the Crate Dragon. So, no, they had a hard time doing it, <laughs> so yeah, so um, they actually killed the thing, Mando did. You know, he actually got
1: right. They well, they had they had piled. A, basically, the crate dragon can eat an entire one of those bantha walkers. Right. You know, there's a those big like a buffalo woolly elephant eat. thing. Yeah, buffalo type things. Yeah. Um It can eat one of those in like just one chomp. So, what they did was they were loading up bombs on the uh, On the, in the ground on the banthas. Yeah. And then they they laid a whole bunch of them underground because it's only. Um, soft spot is its belly, so they were trying to drag it out and then detonate the bombs underneath it, but that didn't the work. The first try didn't work. But then there was still one of the Banthas that had all of the, the, the bombs. bombs strapped on it, so Mando got it to swallow it and him, yeah. and then managed to f- to fight his way out, and <laughs> then... He took off, and then the Bontha was still in there, and he just detonated all of the things and just blew up yeah, I knew the that middle. was going to happen next. I yeah. had a
0: feeling. That's the only way to do it. I right. mean, it was tough. And it had, and the Tuscan Raiders had got a pearl inside of the thing. I think they were looking for that also. Right. So, I mean, that's the second time something happened. Oh, no, I was thinking about the first season when the uh, Ja was wanting the egg. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they came to an agreement, and um, they killed the dragon. <laughs> And everything like that. But in the distance, after this thing. Well, Cobb, Cobb, gets, gets, Cobb fulfills his end of the bargain
1: and gives the Mandalorian him. armor, Boba Fett's armor right. to Mando.
0: So, you know, Mando got the armor and the, and the baby Mando's on their way. But in the distance, when the, I guess you see some a shadow, right? And the shadow comes out of the, he turns around right and well you see a guy yeah,
1: without a mask yeah, on but yeah. he's wearing like tuscan raider garb yeah. and has like the the big you the know rifle and the yeah, you know, the the big like toothpick
0: thingy yeah in, whatever you know, look, is. looking like a needle yeah from a record player it's <laughs> a <laughs> looking
1: thing that they have yeah so um, you
0: actually see the guy but then he face. turns around yeah but i think and people say it's fetch but some people say it might be another clone i don't know because because no, the clones are based well, off of Fett anyway. Yeah,
1: we don't know, but it's probably it, it, they're suggesting that it's Boba Fett. Boba, yeah, because it's it's the same actor who plays um, who played Django Fett and all of the clones. Right, and as we know, Boba Fett was a clone, but he was designed specifically to be able to grow up That's so right. that Django could treat him as a son. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: for those who know that we doing the prequels right. <laughs> that we saw that,
1: so you know, and obviously if the armor got out, it's like where the armor come from, and we know that Boba Fett got swallowed by the Sarlacc uh, pit. Sarlacc. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, I don't know if that was just a little Easter egg to be like, hey, look guys, he's still alive, or if he'll that'll eventually come into play later and he'll well, well, show up be, again.
0: Would that be something though? Because for for a character like that character, man, he he was brief in the Star Wars movie than the first one, right? He was, And yes. the thing is, the fans look, oh, the cool, all costume, and all of a sudden, he gets swallowed up.
1: Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing... I'm not a big fan of Boba Fett. You said that once before. He's cool looking, but yeah, exactly. He's a punk. He didn't. He doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, man.
0: Trying to make some listeners do. Yeah. Okay. And but then, that's... you know, he doesn't really
1: do much of anything. And then when he does get into the fight at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, <sighs> he just gets, like, smacked right. away, like, you know, like a chump. Yeah. And then just gets swallowed. Right. So, you know, and I know there were, like, Comics and books and stuff like that that came out later, you know, that he made his way out of the Sarlacc pit and blah blah blah. But honestly, I don't care, and that's why then when they were like, you know, hey, we got a Boba Fett Disney Plus show coming, I was like. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I, I why do
1: we got the mandalorian why right. do, you know I, mean? Why? The, I mean apparently there's rumors that they're starting filming it now although i thought they had put that on hiatus yeah. after solo
0: right uh, who knows i want to see i want to see a kenobi one
1: there is going to be a kenobi one um
0: i know i heard about yeah, it yeah probably
1: just a one season six or seven episodes is what it sounds like maybe just five at this point focus um, on that one man right but um me. I don't, I don't know. They were, they were trying to rewrite the script or something like that, so it right. got delayed a little bit. I don't know where that one stands right now. Yeah, I
0: want to see what happened after the, um, what was the? Are they gonna do it right after the Clone Wars?
1: I don't know if it's right after the Clone Wars, but I think it'll probably yeah take place on on
0: Tatooine yeah. or you know, showing how he gets to Tatooine or something like that. I That'd don't know. be cool. Yeah, well, yeah. But so that was Episode One. It might be fed. We might see more of him. We don't know. So in Episode Two. Now, episode two, more unlikely it seemed to me, it was a different pace. Episode two was different. Well,
1: each one tries to, it's almost like each one tries to do a little bit of a different genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, This
0: right here, at first, it seemed like it was going to be just a a typical cargo, just a passenger, right? Right. Man, it it took a different turn. (laughs) This (laughs) one turned into, like, aliens. aliens. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, aliens. It was, like, horror. Like, damn.
1: And it was creepy. Right. Yeah. So this this one was basically um, uh, Mando. Then uh, gets word about another uh, Mandalorian on a different planet, and so part of the arrangement is is he's he's supposed to take this um, this frog lady with all of her spawn that's in like this jar that she's carrying with her. Um, to another planet but he can't use hyperspace because that'll kill the spawn and that's like the last of her line right and if they all die then her line dies out and her husband is on this other planet that's you know just one sector over and apparently he has seen mandalorians on that planet yeah so the deal is he takes her there and then the husband can help her find the mandalorians yeah um as he's doing that of course you know they run into certain problems and baby yoda is kind of a troublemaker he is a troublemaker dude
0: he just he puts every fucking thing in his mouth
1: yeah well he sees the eggs and you're immediately like he wants to eat those yep (laughs) he He sneaks in and he eats one and then he gets caught by mando and he's like no don't do that (laughs) and then he eats another one later on i think he ate about
0: three of, I think in, it about in total, total, we total we saw total, him eat three. three yeah yeah
1: um and then uh so basically they're flying uh everything is okay for a little while but then two new republic uh x-wings show up and are like hey you know this is new republic space least, yeah. we need you to you know your transponder or whatever and I guess for some reason his transponder was old or he didn't want to he didn't bothered bother with, with it or then something it, i was i was having a really hard time hearing that conversation
0: he says about imperial something too also or is pre-imperial Pre-al. or something yeah yeah he talked about that and he, he didn't want to do it right
1: like, so he, then all of a sudden he decided to run and <laughs> yeah. so they took out off after him he went you know down to this planet icy planet or whatever tried to lose him uh and then ended up kind of crashing on this uh, planet. cavern yeah, they, yeah yeah in this cavern well, he lands and then it crashes like right through and then it's kind of wrecks his ship a bit.
0: And this is where the shit is just really gets creepy, man. And so once it's cold and, you know, he's and all of a sudden the frog lady, you know, she she's gone and she's somewhere in the cavern. She's in like a hot spring. I right. Guess. Yeah.
1: They find her. Yeah. Just yes, like soaking sure. in a hot spring with all of her little eggs, eggs just kind of floating on the surface. And
0: baby Yoda.
1: Right. Well, and so then he's like, we got to go. You know, I, I can't protect you here while I'm trying to fix the ship so they start scooping all of the, uh, the, the eggs. eggs back in the thing <laughs> baby yoda goes to try and eat one and he's like no and so then of course baby yoda turns around sees all of these looking egg looking pod pods. things and goes over to one and, and like cracks starts it open. messing with it and cracks it open and it turns out it's like this little spider gooey thing <laughs> yeah. he just takes it and shoves it in his mouth oh, yeah, dude. And, and then all of a sudden like the hundreds oh, of other pods around him just start opening you know what it reminds me of
0: freaking aliens man well that's what
1: I said when I saw
0: the pod pods, I was like these are like alien and pods and yeah. all of a sudden these little spider looking aliens come out of the pods and, and like Yoda takes them yeah there's like off. thousands of them and
1: then like the big mom or whatever shows up dude, she
0: is huge she huge man and it was it was just creepy you're like
1: damn right. so then they're running away from him they're all following he's Mando's trying to shoot as many as he can <laughs> or like use the flamethrower to keep him off and they just keep coming and the mom is like coming from the top, the top and, yeah yeah, you know, they finally get to the ship and then they follow them on the ship and then they're just everywhere and he's trying to keep them out of the cockpit and it's just like uh,
0: this is too much man right. so it was almost it was to the i thought they was going to get away then the mother comes and bam land on there right and then they decided they were going to at least try and fly away and
1: limp Depending to the on. the planet that they needed to get to but then all then of a sudden, sudden the big mom which we thought was already dead because he threw a couple bombs at her just like drags the whole thing back down and just
0: like smashes through the windshield yeah and um, th- then he's then all of a sudden you hear laser fires and he gets saved by the x-wings right and you know and you know what um i'm a little uh, easter egg also another thing is you no know, x-wing fighters one of them is a uh, producer of the show oh really feloni he was one of the x-wing fighters and they saved him and he also cuz the reason that they saved him because back in season 1 during the prison ship yeah the prison ship one he put those three three crooks in the thing and he um he, he saw the video that you the one that uh helped the guy that got shot right and you know and that's one of the reason why they said you know we could let you go and do this and right so they gave him leeway right. even though
1: they were supposed to yeah. arrest him and then when he asked, well, can you at least help me help with the ship? And
0: they're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you leeway. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll let you go. But, you know, you're kind of on your own. So, yeah, that one of the guys, the producer of the show, man. And the guy, he know his stuff, his Star Wars lore and everything. Because the spider-looking thing, I was reading that it's supposed to have been like in one of the movies. and They never used it. I mm-hmm. think uh, I think it was... Empire Strike Bat Could be their mouths looked a lot like the Minox, yeah,
1: um, you know, those flying bat creatures that you know, when the Millennium Falcon was inside that oh, yeah, yeah. cave on the asteroid, yeah, yeah, their their mouths like, like because it attached to
0: the uh, windshield, <laughs> oh, was yeah, like, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Why do you do that, man? <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> Yo, so, yeah, man, they were supposed to use it in the the movie, but they never got around to it, I believe. So Mm -hmm. there was an opportunity to to use it. Right. And I think they're going to do that a lot in this series. And thing they could not use, they can actually use it now. Right. I think that was pretty cool. So, so far, man, like I said. But, but I mean, but then here's the end. It's like,
1: as we were watching it, Leslie and I... um, you know, she's we're like every time Baby Yoda ate one of those eggs, you were like, oh, "You little, you <laughs> little, you know, scamp! You just yeah. eating her babies." <laughs> yeah, right. And then, uh, but then, then like when the the spiders were trying to get in the cockpit, there were a couple that started getting on Baby Yoda, and the Frog Lady like shot them off. That's nice right, and yeah. saved him. And so you're like, well, maybe he'll have a change of heart and not go for her eggs. And so then at the very end, Mando decides to, like, take a nap. And he's got baby Yoda in his thing yeah. as the thing. And she's kind of carrying her the her bottle of, bottle of eggs. eggs. And then Yoda kind of looks back, <laughs> looks back at her. And then just kind of, like, looks back at the, the front again. And then he, like, and then just lifts up an egg from off screen <laughs> and just plops it in his mouth. I and was, you're like, you little, little shit. shit. <laughs>
0: Oh, he is greedy. He is, I mean, he, well, he's a he's baby. A baby but yeah, but so dude. yeah, you got to
1: give him leeway in a little yeah. regard to that. But at the same time, it's like you sometimes wonder—is like, are they trying to, you know, suggest that maybe he's going to be the big bad or
0: something? <laughs> man, man! Though you got to be a father. Get on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah cause, you know, because
1: we've seen him do the force choke before yeah. and some other things. So.
0: Yeah, right. They haven't played it yet. I haven't. He not used the force as of yet. Like you know, he so. hasn't used it in this season yet. Yeah, so maybe down the line he will. But yeah, man. So far, like I said, I really enjoy this. And like I, like I, like you said earlier, this the it's different takes on like each episode. is something different, which is making it making a good series because you got to have something different mm. along with the storyline. That's the whole the whole purpose of the whole series, right? You got to have certain episodes that are different, but still follows the um, what the whole story is about, the main story, right? right? We need that. So, yeah. So, so far, I've been enjoying season two. And uh, hopefully Baby Yoda will stop playing around, and stop trying to grab everything and <laughs> put it in his mouth. stop A here. little bit. Just stop, stop just, being quite a little shit. Yeah, just, just calm down some, man. So. <laughs> Yo guys, if you haven't seen, um, oh, say we were spoilers. So if y'all have not seen, it, we're sorry. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, if you haven't seen *The Mandalorian*, we recommend you check it out. It's really enjoyable. Uh, on Disney Plus, so check it out. You, would you agree? Yep. Nope. I've been enjoying this season. All right, now, my picks of the week. This came out this past week. It is called *Crossover* by Donny Cates. And, you know, Donny Case has been a busy man. He's been restructuring the Marvel universe lately, you know, with Venom, you know, with the Guardians and stuff like that. You know, he got a big event coming out called um King in Black. Mm-hmm. It's all about Venom and the the God Noel, whatever. I, I mentioned that. Yeah, too. you mentioned it on the yeah like two episodes ago. Yeah, so that's one of the big events coming in later this month, I believe. Yeah, later this month. So, um, he got a new book from Image called Crossover. I'm going to keep it brief. So, um, you read it. And yeah. You read it. So, the, the premise of this book is that um, the coming book heroes come out the page of the book. And I just say one day, i say what was in Colorado, right? Yeah,
1: in Colorado, yeah. like January 11th, 2017. 2017. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, just like some cataclysmic event happened in Colorado and just... Every single superhero that you've ever heard of suddenly pops up, popped up. And, you know, of course, causes mass mayhem and destruction because <laughs> that's what they do in the real world damage. Right. Right. And so then somebody managed to seal up the entire city with a dome, with a the dome like yeah. a force field so that they're all trapped inside the force field.
0: And so years later, um, they are people do not like them because I could see why, because hell, they destroyed them well, the city well, well, yeah, and killed and people died. You know, and so they kind of outlawed them and things like that. So this girl, I can't, what did I forget her name? Ellie. Ellie. Is yeah, that the one we're talking Ellie, about? Ellie. Yeah, yeah, Ellie. So her name is
1: her name is really ellipse or ellipses yeah, or Ellipsi. something like that. Something like so, you Greek. know, well, yeah, but it's also the three dots. Uh, you know, in um, you know, in the English language, right? The ellipses, um, which you know, her parents thought sounded really cool, cool and superhero-like, and but she just goes by Ellie.
0: Ellie. Right. You know she's um cosplaying, you know, and because since those heroes showed up, they didn't just say heroes; they may say villains too. So everything from the comic well, book is every, everything, yeah, it's everything. Everything. So everything, superheroes
1: and yeah. Otherwise, there'd be no fighting if True. it was just the superheroes.
0: Yeah. So she's cosplay, so she's walking down the street, and this guy is harassing her, and, and you know the reason why because the people hate them because what happened years ago, and she goes to the comic book shop, and the thing is so funny. It's not funny, but. This guy coming up with a cowboy comic book, he said, I don't want this. I want this pre date for the event. Right. The pre, yeah, the pre, yeah, uh, S- superhero cataclysm. Of yeah, he wants stuff that's happened before that. Right. He said, you need to go ahead and take that away, in you know, other words. You know. Right. So
1: it's like a, yeah, government propaganda type thing. And, yeah. you know, we're, you, you get this. There's a lot of there's a lot of parallels to the real world and so trumpism too. and you know government control because I don't know if you saw on the like the news Chiron it was like when the whole event was happening it's like president claims <laughs> this is this is fake yeah and, right you know, yeah. it's just all a you know um, a, a mass hallucination or something <laughs> like that it's like
0: <laughs> you yeah know, and then, yeah and then
1: you got you know very religious people or you know um, at the beginning, the guy who throws the bottle at Ellie is, you know, definitely redneck-like. Yeah, that's um, what she said, too. Right. So it's definitely got this thing about, um, you know, the hatred and the vitriol and the, you know, the treating people
0: as other. Um, and the people who love the comic books and stuff, they get chastised and, right. and talked about and. I'm like, damn, that scene that's real world, man. Because growing up as
1: a kid, you know, it's just like, right? So, I mean, it's basically like she works at a comic book store and she likes to dress up, um, to cosplay and stuff. But obviously, anybody who cosplays or works at one of the comic book stores, you know, people, um, people don't like them, so it's kind of like. It makes it seem like every day there's a bunch of you know, a bunch of protesters outside, kind of like there would be outside of an abortion clinic or right. something, constantly like, "you oh you suck and throwing things or whatever." You know what? I but... see
0: them out there every other day, man, when I'm driving off a car parkway at the abortion clinic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's and like every time about three or four people, I'm like, "okay guys, I get it." I mean, you know, but anyway, so yeah, it was it's pretty interesting, man, because so like you said, you go to the comic book shop, the guys trying to sell this book, say, I don't want this book. I want us to predate this event. So all of a sudden, you got this reverend. You know, he doesn't like coming books, superheroes and stuff like that. And he has his son. And his son has a black eye. Right. Now I'm figuring here. it's It,
1: it makes it seem like he's being abused, abused. probably by his own father. Yeah. Right.
0: You know, he's one of those fathers that say, this is the Lord's work and this is the God. And he's one of those abusive fathers. He want to use the, in my opinion, in me reading the book, he want to use the God. As a crutch of for his son, you need to obey, or you'll go to hell. Or the de- 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 superhero combos are, uh, not he, but heterics. Stuff. Heretics. Heretics, yeah. heretics, I'm sorry. Heretics, for, for that matter. And he just bullying the, the kid, in other words. Right. And uh, the way I like the way he, um, uh, Donny Case did it, it was like the narrative. That he said, this is a story about her somewhat. Then he right. turns around and he said it's a story about him somewhat. And I like that. Cause well, it's, but it's
1: also about this other, other girl, girl who suddenly this one girl shows up in the thing. And she's obviously from, from a comic because she's basically her face is colored the that's same way same. like old school comics used to be where it was just like the dots. colored dots. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what she looks like. Um, and so then that's what causes this whole hysteria. Damn. Like everybody clears out of the thing and the people outside are like, oh, we need to do something about it. Because she's not it.
0: supposed to be... All out there because she was right. to be within the dome she should be inside the, the dome. dome right? and he so said how did you get out and the girl got some crayons right. she's like I
1: don't know I don't know the man's name mm.
0: he helped me out but yeah. I can draw a picture of him and what she did You know, all of a sudden the like doctor said the preacher's son he convinced well, his the, son, the preacher. Yeah, kind of like pushes on him to
1: uh, to do Oops. something about it, and so he kind of creates a Molotov cocktail and throws it in the, uh, the comic
0: book shop. The comic book shop, and yeah. so all pandemonium happened. Everything. So, and all at the end of the page, you actually see the finished um, drawing of the guy, and it had <laughs> it's like Superman. It Basically, looked, it looked like, like Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a big S on his shirt. I like. Okay, cool. So, I think it's pretty interesting. I'm going to keep reading it and see where it goes. I mean, because it had a lot of, like, things that did with the world that we live in now. You know, of the stuff you said, of the the, the fake news thing. Yeah, it's got a lot so of parallels. Parallels to it. And I'm going to read the second book, see what's going on, where it goes to. I'm going to keep on it. But, you know, guys, if you like this sort of thing, check out Crossover from Image Comics. It's um, created by Dunny Cates and... What's the artist's name? Is Shaw? I didn't. Oh, Jeff Shaw. I never. I never seen on his work. Have you? No. Okay. So, but I'm gonna read the next book. So go check it out. Your pick? Yeah, I'll, I'll just.
1: Uh, I'll just mention um, one of the books that I've been enjoying recently is the Black Widow series from. Um, of course, you love from Black Kelly Widow. Thompson and. Uh, uh, Elena Casagrande, I think. Oh
0: Kelly the Thompson, same. yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, so did Deadpool Gambit. did
1: the Rogan Gabbit Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. X. Bikes, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's kind of been on fire. Um and uh, so I've been enjoying her stuff. So I was like, Yeah, let's you know, a lot of times I'll pick up the Black Widow books and it's just like, oh, more, you know, Red Room past let red ledger yeah. crap that and it just kinda of gets old fast, so I usually end up dropping it after about five issues. Well, nothing but, like this though. No, this one's definitely interesting, and you know, with her writing, with Kelly Thompson writing it, I was like, all right, let's give it a chance because I've liked pretty much everything I've read from her. Um, and yeah, it's it's quite uh, it's quite intriguing. It's basically at the very beginning, um, something happens. Uh, Nat, uh, you know, Black Widow Natasha realizes that there's somebody in her apartment, so she kind of sneaks around. Um, To climb in the window and as she does they've already figured out that's what she's gonna do and kind of shoot her out the window right and then that's the last thing we see of her and then all of a sudden we see Hawkeye just kind of eating Chinese watching the 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 TV and there's like some lady talking and he sees uh, Natasha that was me hitting oh damn (laughs) Natasha walking through the background and then he's like she'd been missing for three months so he calls Bucky immediately the winter soldier oh yeah that's right and he's like hey I just saw her on the news they
0: still on that what she's still missing? Cause they were looking for her about issues about two years ago in one of these books, man.
1: Oh uh, no, that was because she would, she had died because of and the, the, the secret whole secret uh, Yeah, the uh, secret empire thing, right? Um, and then they yeah, then the two of them teamed up and they found that there was this whole cloning facility. I remember for the remember that. Red Room, I, I remember. And that's how they managed to find her alive again. Um, but no, so this is kind of it. Kind of plays off that because I think she's. I think kelly thompson is good friends with matthew rosenberg Mm, who was the one who wrote the um the the team of hawkeye and and, and bucky for the yeah Yeah. and then he was also the one who wrote hawkeye freefall so Uh i think she kind of took that idea with the two of them just kind of being you know antagonistic buddies (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) Um, got his idea can i use this but yeah Yeah. they but they both have you know history with with natasha so um so hawkeye calls bucky and says hey I just saw her. I know it's been three months, but she's in San Francisco. That's where this news thing was. So they go to San Francisco and track her down and they're kind of spying on her from the bushes. And then they find out that she's kind of got this whole like perfect life with like a fiance and a one-year-old child. And, you know, just, she's an architect and, you know, she's just kind of, and she just kind of seems happy and whatever. So then when they, Hawkeye goes and approaches her in her garage and is like, Hey, nice motorcycle. And she doesn't seem to recognize him at all. Yeah. And she's like, Oh yeah. Hey, thanks. And blah, blah, blah. And so then he reports back to Bucky and is like, what do we do here? Cause she seems really happy. So if we pull her out of this, she's going to kill us. <laughs> yeah, but <right? laughs> at the same time, I'm sure this is a trap. So it's like, what do we do? Um, and then it turns out that, uh, Yelena, the other black um, Widow. the other black widow, she comes around and she's like, she's been kind of watching her. She's as well. back too. yeah. well, she came back in that same series as part of the cloning thing,
0: oh, that's right. right. That's so right.
1: she's she's like, you know, I'm gonna kind of keep an eye on it. You guys just kind of go leave it to me, do not pull her out. because remember she was. and I'll contact you if I need you.
0: They didn't they but hit but hit but hit a lot in in, the, in issues and stuff because last time I remember she was an Avengers annual, Ilana, right. Ilana. She was a super toy, and she, yeah. and after that,
1: they've kind of gone back and forth. They've, yeah. it, it even mentions that, you know, they've been allies and enemies at yeah. you know, certain points. But then it's kind of all this thing that we know that Arcade is involved. Oh, God. But then we've seen that, like, Madam Hydra and the Red Guardian and uh, a couple others are also involved. Um, so I guess the idea was they were trying to put her in this happy life to kind of sideline her. Yeah, yeah. And there's some people who aren't happy that they're giving her like perfect bliss. They're like, I don't want to watch her being happy. You know. So now they, some of them want to kill kill her, while others are like, that wasn't the plan. We're not trying to kill her. You try and go and kill her, you're gonna you're asking for trouble. Um, but at the same time, you know, things have been happening that kind of flick the switch, and you know. Natasha's head and she suddenly realizes how do I know how to make a bomb you know that guy just attacked me yeah. and I took him down with like so super the word, martial it's, arts and stuff it's the brain is like natural right it's just, yeah so now she's you know it's been the third the third uh issue and so she's starting oh, to re- three issues already so far yeah. yeah so she's starting to realize you know I don't think I'm an architect and there's something even though I have this perfect life something kind of feels wrong and so but it's it's definitely been a, a you know a unique setup, and I'm I'm quite enjoying it. So oh, okay. I would recommend that one.
0: So yeah, pick up Black Widow. All right, Black Widow, guys. I mean, he's one of she's one of um, Trevor' favorites, um, Marvel characters, mm-hmm. comic book characters. That's yeah, I like her too. But I mean, like I said, I haven't read I, the last thing I read about Black Widow because she's been in Avengers books too. Also, she was when Jason it. Right. briefly. She she was briefly because she says she says. Does he need me? Just call me, whatever.
1: Right. She's kind of taking a vacation from the uh, Avengers to go do her own thing. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Cool. So, all right, guys. Those are the picks of the week from Trevin and I. So, our next topic is this right here. Always, every podcast, every episode, we try to do our favorite five or top five, however you want to call it. And the topic today is favorite sci-fi TV shows. Now, there's been plenty over the years. There's been a lot. Yeah. A lot. So I'm picking those that are my favorite, that I really enjoy. Some that had long seasons, some was cut short. Right, <laughs> and I'm mostly got the other one that's cut short. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's always
1: been the life of sci-fi, especially on, well, I mean even on the Sci-Fi Channel. But
0: well, I, I, one channel, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it for you. Can I complete your sentence? You go right ahead. Fox. Fox. Yes.
1: <laughs> it, it's. I mean, a lot of sci fi television shows, um, especially in the past, it's gotten better now, but because sci fi has so much that's like the future and spaceships Mm -hmm. and things like that, it requires a lot of CGI and a lot of, you know, special effects and stuff that was just very costly. But there were a lot of, yeah, networks like Fox, especially, that would invest in these shows, and then it was like. Is like they would do everything in their power to just cancel them. They would yeah, always, always relegate them to like Friday nights, right? And you know this is kind of like pre-DVR or right on the cusp of when DVR existed. So it was like they were setting it up to fail. Yeah, they really did. You right know, right. and then of course the Sci-Fi Channel would make stuff, but they didn't have huge budgets. So it was some things, cheesy. yeah, some things were good, but a lot of things were really cheesy. I
0: mean, I know the the ambitions they had for Sci-Fi Channel, man. They didn't have the where well, the they had they had ideas that had on TV shows, but the graphics was not there as of yet. Right. So years later, sci-fi has has become pretty good as far as the TV shows now. You know, because you got the special effects, which ain't too a hundred million dollar budget. You know, like that. Right. But it's good enough. Right. It's good enough. So sci-fi had come a long way, and I, I think I I know one of your favorite shows on sci-fi. Okay. I'm uh, so my, I'm going to say the first right. one. The first one that like we mentioned earlier about Fox TV, right? Fox um, right. Fox Channel. Now, this is one of the shows that was only for one season. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it, man. And we talked about this actor. He's always in these science fiction movies or TV shows, right? Our favorite actor, Carl Urban. Like Carl <laughs> Urban. Yeah. It's called Almost Human. Okay. I like that show, man. And it had promise. It really did, man. And I think early, what's his name? James Early, I guess. Not James Early. I can't think of the black guy name that played the android. I can't think of oh, it. Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name either. I can't think of it, but uh, I should, though, because he was in the other stuff I've seen him in. But Almost Human was pretty good, man. I really enjoyed that um, TV show. And right now it's on, I think it's on Prime. I think it's on on, on Prime. Probably. Or it's on, it's on the Roku box. It's one of all the Fire Stick, it's free right now. Mm-hmm. It's on the IMDb. That's what it is. They got they got one, too. They have a streaming service now. IMDb. IMDb has this thing that's on the fire stick. You can actually watch TV shows and movies. Hmm. So that's how I've been watching it, almost human, right? So um, it was short-lived, like you said. It was on Fox. Like Yeah, and it's <laughs> they, Fox. It's, so. it's Fox. They put it on for, for, on Friday. I think it was on in the middle of the week. Then it ended up being on Friday. Then in limbo. And that was it. But you guys, I highly recommend if you like androids and robots and just science fiction all together with a little bit of um, crime, and I think it's really good, man. Check it out. That was my one of my other favorite sci-fi TV show.
1: All right, cool. While we're on the uh, subject of Fox, I'll go with one of mine. Um, this one didn't even last a full season. This one lasted 14, maybe 15 episodes, and that was Firefly.
0: I, I, so, I can't talk about it. We don't have to talk about it again. That's my other favorite. Right.
1: Man. So, you know, Firefly was a, a great show that's um, from Joss Whedon, uh, post post uh, Buffy and Angel. Right. That showed a lot of promise. You know, a lot of people liked it, but they shoved it on Friday, and it didn't even last, like, a full season before it got canceled. Was it 14 episodes? It was, like, 14 or 15, but, but like, there was a two-hour pilot, so... I'm trying to remember. But
0: then I'm on the DVD, There's some extra episodes on there, I believe.
1: Right. Well, yeah, they only showed 12 episodes um, when they... Well, that was part of the problem, too. When they were showing it on TV, one, they didn't show the pilot initially. Uh, So the first episode you saw was episode two, which they kind of had to shoot to make up for the pilot to kind of introduce you to a lot of what was going on since they decided not to show the pilot. And then they played a lot of them out of order. They did. And then... All of a sudden, the last episode they played was the pilot. (laughs) Damn, Fox. It was a, you know, it's just. um, But then there were like three more episodes that they didn't show on on broadcast TV that were on the DVD. Yeah, it was on the DVD.
0: And the reason I liked it was, like you said, it was science fiction, but it had the Western feel to it.
1: Right, it was kind of a combination. It, it kind of imagined this world. Yeah, it was kind of like a western sci-fi and it imagined this war this future um where you know kind of earth was it, you know China being a, a big developing country that it kind of got this idea that China was going to become the big superpower. Yeah, right. So it kind of merged with everything. So they kind of spoke Chinese and it English did. and kind of threw in all these things. But then there were a lot of people that, you know, went to these border worlds that, you know, or like acted as smugglers or things like that and tried to stay away from the law, kind of like an empire that, um, the Alliance, wasn't it? Yeah. The Alliance is what it was. And, uh, and so they were usually the ones who fought the Alliance and they were called Browncoats. That's right. Um, so, you know, it was a, it was a great show, you know, fun characters uh, it managed to get a movie Serenity yeah. um, out of it and then but and it has a huge fan following even to this day of people still hoping they'll make more episodes but you know it's at this point I'm, nah. at this point I'm kind of over
0: over that but um, only thing they have to do is they're going to have to do a major reboot that's it. Yeah, if, if they do it anyway cuz they gotten older now the people the, the right. People I mean you it. can do it for
1: later, you know, with them older, but yeah, at this point I think it's, you know, just kind of put that idea to bed yeah. in my opinion, but it's you know, cuz when you come back to something so many years later like they've been doing with all these reboots and yeah. you know, um things like that are you know coming up with you know a new movie that's being made 25 years after the last one it's like it never fo- uh, lives up to the promise it's the nostalgic part of right it. so it's i don't i don't want to see it get ruined right um but they, I, mean, I know over the
0: years they, they stuck with the books more than the other they thing. do with the comics but i yeah.
1: i don't like a lot where the comics are going yeah. so i don't read them either right um but um, but yeah, I, I loved Firefly. I was really disappointed when it was canceled. Right. But yeah, that one's one of my
0: faves. All right, and um, another one of my favorites is, I, I used to watch it with my mom. It came on every Thursday, may have been Fridays. I think it came on ABC. And it was Star Trek The Next Generation. Because my mom, she likes, she, likes, she likes Star Trek, I mean, that, that one anyway, with Picard. Mm-hmm. And I watched it with her sometime. And I, I just, as a kid, man, I knew Star Trek was out there with William Shatner, the first one, and stuff like that, but that's not my generation.
1: Well, that was from the sixties, yeah, and, yeah, so. and they did the
0: movies and stuff like that afterwards, right? And then all of a sudden come Next Generation, right? I'm like, oh, cool, and I I liked it. Um, I, met, I liked the character Q. Remember Q? He's the all-nipitous yeah. and everything like that. It was some episodes in there that was like pretty pretty good. Cause I'm trying to go back. I think you might be. It's free on one of the streaming services. Is it on? Prime? It's on. It's on. Is it on Prime? No, it's on CBS All Access. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna have to go back and watch some of the episodes, man. But that was one of my favorite TV sci-fi TV shows as a kid. Cause I used to watch it. I think it came on every Thursday. It might have been Thursdays. I know it was in the middle of the week or I, the end of the week.
1: I don't remember. I never
0: watched I was never big
1: into Star Trek as a kid, yeah. so I never watched it. It was like I said, when I started watching Picard, oh, yeah. that was kind of the first time I watched several Next Generation episodes in full. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we went through and we watched a bunch that were like, yeah. you know, good um, setup for the, the um, things the Picard, that were going to happen in Picard.
0: Because they mainly dealt with the Borg The Borg, and he, all them, and Data, and stuff like that. Right. But, yeah, that's one of my favorites, Star Trek, The Next Generation. That's a
1: good one. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. uh, The next one of mine, I'm probably going to go with Battlestar Galactica, the 2004. Not the old one. Yeah, the 2004 (laughs) version. I
0: forgot Um, about that. I didn't ever finish that
1: you're probably better off. It was a great show. You know, I really enjoyed the characters. I mean, there were some highs and lows. You could definitely tell as the seasons were going on, that they were making the shit up as they went along. The first season was great because
0: I liked the first season.
1: Yeah. The first season was excellent. And I liked most of the second season, but then I kind of got thrown off a little bit when they did the time skip and then they were down on the planet and it kind of never fully recovered. It did get a little bit better. And then it just kind of ended really weirdly. Um, But like I said, a lot of that was because they didn't have a solid plan. They even released, like, a a movie later called The Plan. And it was basically trying to make sense of, well, first the Cylons want to kill us. Then they don't. Then there's these more Cylons. And then there's these other things. And then the... Cylons
0: are like humans. Right. So it was like
1: this whole thing where they had to explain why there were so many inconsistencies. And if you have to do that, that's a bad sign. (laughs) But the show itself was great. I mean, I loved the characters. You know, I loved the the space battles. I loved some of the real-world ethics that they grappled with. And
0: once again, it was on Sci-Fi. Was well, it was a Sci-Fi channel, right?
1: Yes, yes. that on a Sci-Fi and channel. And we
0: said earlier it got better over the years. Right. So, you know, it's um
1: See, so yeah, but yeah, I like how it how it would grapple with, you know, real-world things. Like there was the the abortion episode where, you know, when you're when you only have like 20,000 humans left floating through space, it's like The president is is a woman who used to be like the secretary of education or something. So because everybody else was nuked by the Cylons, she was the the successor to become the president. And she's always fought for women's rights, like all of her life. But then now it's like there's this girl who wants to get an abortion and she's like – I can't let her because our species is dying off. We can't. So, you know, it's like things like that, that they would have in the episodes where it's like, now you had to come at it from a different angle and be like, you know, well, I believed in it here, but in this different context, it's definitely a different situation. So how would I react to it in this situation? And, you know,
0: and yeah, so it was, it was a really good, a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, i never finished the whole entire series. So I mean, like I said, I like the first season. I, I watched some of the second season, and I stopped watching it. I, I don't know the reason why, but I, I I don't know. But yeah, that's a great that's a great pick, man. That's a great one. All right, I you might have this one on your um on your top five too. Or your all your favorite is um X Files. Okay, I put I put that on as a mission. O- I put it as an all honorable right. mention. All right, let me say the reason why. I, first of all, I'm not talking about the revival. I'm talking about the older stuff. Right. Yeah. Now the X-File, how many seasons was it? Ten? Nine. Nine? Okay, nine. So I think the best seasons for me are one through maybe six or one through five. Right. Because after that, man, it's it, it kind of changed everything up a little bit, man, because it got to the point, like, you said it was this, but it's not, as this. And I, you know, Molder's father is the man with the smoking cigarettes and shit. Like, oh, or Izzy, but yeah, they, you, don't they don't really. They don't understand, yeah. So, but. The reason I like the X Files, you know, they deal with aliens. You know, the truth is out there. You remember I always said that mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and the conspiracies and stuff. And then, but I also like the uh, creature of the week, the monster of the week. Right. You know, and the first season was a lot, a lot of that. like that. Yeah. So the first season was that, and it was one episode that with. This family. Remember this about this baby? Oh. Oh. Wait, was that the the redneck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the inbred one. redneck one? Yeah. yeah. Home is Home. what it's
1: called? Yes.
0: That was fucking creepy. That was creepy. That yeah. one is
1: so bad it's not allowed to be shown on broadcast TV anymore. It's, it's on streaming only, right? I don't even know
0: if it's on streaming. Oh, yeah. Because there was some it prob- controversy it behind it. It probably
1: is. But, you know, that was one. Yeah, that is, it was controversial just because it was, it was just disturbing. Yeah. It really was disturbing. You know, yeah. you had this old old... Dis- <laughs> disfigured lady under the thing, and think, her sons were like think. knocking her up, and they were having more disfigured <laughs> babies, and then burying the dead ones in the backyard. And it was, just, yeah, it was. Just
0: it was it was out there, man. It was put you in the mind of the hills have eyes type thing, or the, what is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. type of thing. But I think
1: they were also like because they were inbred and stuff, they were like just
0: kind of super strong. Oh, they was yeah, tough to tough to take down. Yeah, so those type that, that episode really freaked me out, man. Yeah cuz they it made sure in the beginning the viewers discretion the discretion the vibe, yeah. it was deep and really out there but besides that episode the other episode was good i mean you know yeah it was it was a fun series like i
1: watched it uh, religiously for you know the entire the entire run the initial run right and um yeah i mean i liked the dynamic between you know Mulder and scully and i liked the aliens thing and kind of that it was building up to this conspiracy but yeah then sometime around like season 5 yeah, yeah. it started like all that stuff that was there before kind of went away yeah, and it was it like did. the conspiracy was changing and then and then eventually um uh, what's his name well, Mulder left no, uh, David right. Duchovny left the show that's right um which i was i mean he was the bulk of the show, but I didn't mind when they brought Robert
0: Patrick on and, um, or for Terminator. Yeah. And, uh, I can't think of my name. Yeah. She's, she's, I don't know. What she she's right. played in a lot of things in the eighties. Yeah.
1: It's just eluding me right now, but you know, they brought her on board and I was okay with that. It was just kind of a different show, but I was like, fine. And then just the season finale. Yeah. was just awful. <laughs> it was just absolutely awful. I watched it. And then I kind of like, never looked back yeah and then you know they did the reboot thing the what? first six episodes i watched yeah it wasn't that bad four of the six were just like not that great the only episode that was funny though was the guy that the, was the, the one arm. with uh with kamail nanjiani it's and reese yeah, uh, darby <laughs> yeah. that one was hilarious that yeah. was worth watching he said i'm a human yes
0: yeah. <laughs> so, okay but yeah but i mean it, it's one of those um series man that i like as a science fiction, a science fiction person like this stuff, I, it really was drove the why. I was a kid. I was a kid, you know. Well, I was probably like twelve, you know. I think it comes. I think it came on every Friday, didn't it? I think it, that, that was a Friday, Friday one. That that's a Friday. Surprisingly it was a must, successful. Yeah, that, and, I, and that's the reason why I could understand Fox wine and hell yeah. Y'all?
1: I think eventually it moved to Sunday, but okay. it started on Fridays. Right. Yes. So Friday, man. So
0: X Files is one of my favorites. So yeah.
1: That's a good one. Um, One that I'll I'll, I'll say that this one, I kind of put it on here because I really did enjoy it. This one's an old school one. Uh, Quantum
0: Leap. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: forgot about that. So, yeah, Quantum Leap was uh, with Scott Bakula and... um, I can't think of his name. Al. Yeah, the guy who played Al. Um, Rockwell? Something like that. Uh, Anyway. Um, But, yeah, so it's about a guy, a scientist who... He kind of invents this um, machine that allows him to jump into other people's bodies in the past. Right. And so, essentially, he's locked into his own time frame. So, he can only jump into the bodies of people that existed during his lifetime. Mm. So, he can't go beyond. And so, he ends up, the computer kind of, um, Ziggy is what the computer is right. called. Yeah. Kind of sends him to these different places and he inhabits... He inhabits their bodies, but they, you know, they still look like themselves. And meanwhile, their bodies, you know, the people who actually own those bodies are like in this um, waiting cell in the future where yeah. he came from, just kind of, you know, waiting for things to play out. And essentially, what he has to do is he has to go and right some wrong right. and so he has to figure out what the wrong is in the first place as well as kind of get his bearings like where am i you know what a, you know am i a guy am i a girl this time what you know <laughs> I'm a white and so, and black. <laughs> right so it always every episode always ended with him like jumping into a new body and
0: then he looks in the mirror and he's like oh boy uh, yeah <laughs> when oh, he sees what he right, actually he looks like yeah. Yeah. Oh, like every episode um, so I don't I don't remember seeing a season finale of it. What was the it? It was yeah,
1: it was four or five seasons, and yeah, the season finale there there was one. Did he um, actually get back to his home? Uh, well, do you want me to spoil it for you? I don't care. So uh, he kind oh, of did. I
0: see it. I must have.
1: Um, he kind of does, or at least he kind of figures it out, and then but he decide it gives like a little blurb at the bottom that says he continued jumping for the rest of his life or something like that. Uh. Um.
0: That, God, there was one episode that he actually went back to the future. I think I've seen one time.
1: I don't know if he ever went
0: to the future, he Never future. but there
1: was one episode where he and, um, Al got switched. Oh, so okay. they did end up in a time period where he was, um, that was before, um, Scott Bakula's character. Right. Uh, I think Sam Beckett was, his Sam, name. I always Sam. remember because of the waiting for Godot thing, but, <laughs> Sam, um, right. Uh, there was one, and so then that was. It turns out he's forgotten everything when he's jumping. Like he forgot that he had a wife, and he forgot that you know. So that
0: was that was, that's from an episode I remember. He said he had a wife, right?
1: But um, yeah. So but it was it was just a really fun show because it was kind of a different thing every week. You right, know, right. who was he this time? What problem did he have to solve? You know, right. um. So yeah, it was, it was kind of it was kind of fun. I liked I liked Quantum Leap. Right,
0: and I, another one I really liked, man. Once again on Fox. Damn you, Fox! It was Fringe. Fringe, and <laughs> it was one of those shows, man. After they had X Files, right? And um, it was a science fiction, but the way they say it was pseudo science fiction, the way things was done, right? In Fringe, you know. Mm-hmm. And first season loved it. Second season loved it. I think it got into the fourth and fifth season. The things tried to get a little different, and 'cause it was they were switching. Once again, move one day to the next day. They t- kept moving around during the week. You know, they couldn't. Have, it, it was not a particular day that they they showed the TV series. Right? Oh, oh, when it was, um, it was on, yeah, on Fox. I thought yeah. you were
1: talking about the show structure no, 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 itself. It's like, it's yeah, no, that no. one bounced around, and every year it was on the bubble. Whether it's on a bubble, yeah, whether it's going to be renewed or not. Yeah,
0: so it was one of those shows that was on the bubble, a lot, but you know, it, it it survived. It did this five seasons. Right. So the fifth season was like a half season, a half season, or thirteen episodes or something. But right. it was able to finish. So it's they. Were able to
1: give it a yeah a conclusion
0: you know which I really like I mean it would it dealt with parallel worlds you know I'm I'm a sucker for parallel worlds and this and that right and um it dealt with science weird shit <laughs> you yeah know, you know breaking bodies down and oh the watch you had people who, the Watchers
1: yeah the Watchers who are completely hairless hairless like, like yeah
0: Utu the Watch on uh, Marvel you right watch their events and don't do anything about it right and that put me in mind of that that character right so I mean. Um, Fringe was great. I got him on Blu-ray, I, except for season five, I think. Season four, a uh, season five, I don't have on Blu-ray. So Not I really, yeah. So I got to find it. <laughs> but it's a, you can stream it. I mean, it's um.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. But yeah, that was one of my honorable mentions. I oh, I really liked
0: Fringe Yeah, that Yeah. Yeah. See, that was one of my favorites, man. You know, you had um the newcomer, what's her name they played Olivia? I, don't, I can't think of her name. Uh, I'm blanking on her yeah, name. Yeah, but no. you had Josh um from Dawson Creek. What's his name? Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Yeah. yeah, yeah he played. And then um what's the the play of the father? He played in Lords of the Rings. Yeah. Riddick? Yeah. Riddick. Um Damn it. You know what? He I just previously seen him on something else. What was he playing on? Oh, he was on The Boys. He plays on um, yeah. Butcher Father. Yeah, he was Butcher's father on The Boys. Yeah, what's yeah. I can't think of his name, but but he's a great actor though. He's he's a great actor. So, um, Anna
1: Torv was the name of, now that oh, I Oh, that's uh, right. That's her name. And that was before I looked it up on IMDb. All right. Uh, so you going to get the other guy name so, next. So, yeah. yeah Anna Torv, uh, John Noble. John, John Noble. Noble. Right. John and Noble. And then also Jessica Nicole, who played Astrid, his, um, John Noble's assistant. All
0: right. What about the um, director? He, he's on John Wick. His name is Riddick something. His last name is Riddick. The, the black guy that played the, um, director. Ah, what is that it, guy's name? Lance Riddick. Yeah. I think it's Lance Reddick. I might be wrong. Uh, yep, Lance Reddick. Reddick, right? Reddick. Okay. So yeah, man. Uh, that was a great. That was a great show for me, man. It, it ended. I think it ended on a high note. The way they ended it. Yeah. And then he got the, everybody got what they wanted. You no, know, Josh's character and they all they got their family. Right. Which that's cool. I'm a happy ending. Well, at least one of my favorite shows that had a great ending. <laughs> yeah, and at least it had an ending. It had an ending, right? <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, Fringe is one of my favorites. But, yeah,
1: Fringe was fun. You know, different, like, science, you know, experiments and things every every week. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. The and parallel the worlds, worlds and the, stuff. you know, so.
0: And the science behind it, like, it, it, you listen to it, like, okay. like, oh, all right. That, I think it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, but, oh, I'm glad you said honorable mentions, right? And um, one of those going back to X Files, it was a spinoff once again. Oh, uh, yeah, Lone Gunman, the Lone Gunman. I oh, liked I, that show. I liked that show, man. It's just like, I like, really, I like, man. If I could find it on DVD, I would buy it. Yeah. And I, I hate the way they kill those characters off in X. In the
1: X Files, that and, that pissed me that, off yeah, too. Yeah, dude. I'm like, what um, is- yeah. And the one issue I did, although I did get used to it, that I had with the the Lone Gunman show is that they decided they needed to have, like, pretty leads. Oh, yeah, So, yeah, of course, yeah. they had, you know, the Eva girl or whatever. Right. Um, so the, they had the sexy, uh, exotic girl. Yeah. And then they had Jimmy Bond. <laughs> yeah, the dumb guy. <laughs> the dumb, dumb guy, guy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah the dumb the hero. Tropes, but, the tropes, man. But he was funny. I mean, I got used to them, and, you know, he was definitely funny. But, not, yeah, I did B- enjoy that show. I was very disappointed it didn't
0: last. Yeah, man, it, I really enjoyed it, too, man. It was one of those shows, like, once again, Fox had it. Like um, it was another one called Harsh Ram that that, uh, yeah, it wasn't about the military guy in this virtual world, whatever. Like, There's a lot of things that Fox counts. Like. Fox
1: is, That's just what they do. That's so. why anytime Fox brings out a sci-fi show, I'm like, I'm not even gonna, I'm <laughs> the not even oh, gonna it start in it. Yeah. I'm just gonna get heartbroken. Yeah,
0: true that. True that.
1: So that was my favorites. So uh, that's
0: it. For I me. still have two. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, okay, so um, I had the Expanse.
0: I kind of figured so. Yeah,
1: so that one's on there. Um, so that one started on Sci-Fi, lasted for three seasons there before they canceled it, and then Amazon picked it up. So Amazon has put out the fourth season already, and the fifth season is coming out in December. So,
0: hey, look at that!
1: Well, yeah, you can own the a Lone Gunman for eighty-one dollars plus
0: four ninety-five for shipping. Yeah, <laughs> Gosh, hey.
1: Um, yeah, but no, The Expanse is really is really good. It's um. It's it, it kind of does science right, and you know, um, plays around with the correct gravity and things like that, um, as well as having like interesting characters and and a plot, and like you know, a lot of political um, things with between Mars and Earth, and uh, and these these the Belters, oh, who are yeah. kind of like the the low social class, the working class that kind of live on the asteroids but they've been living out in space so much that the way they've grown is they can't handle gravity. So they can't really live on earth or Mars because <laughs> it would just <laughs> suck them. Right. Body, yeah, yeah, exactly. Their bones aren't strong enough to um, contain it, but yeah, so it's kind of got this whole, you know, battle between these three factions um, and, and then the you know, whole like protomodic molecule thing that was created by this ancient, Alien civilization that's now made its way to um,
0: you know what I'm to I'll our watch, galaxy I'll and it's I mean, now
1: starting to fuck shit up.
0: I watched season one, and I'm behind season. Don't <laughs> I'm behind season. I season two. I think I watched some because they're going on five season now, right? Five fifth season starts in December. Yeah, December. Okay, so I need to catch up. Cause last time I remember watching it is they was on this ship and he blue looking tentacle like spores spores looking things. right that's the proto those are, that's, that's, cool. Okay, I'm uh, what season
1: is that? I mean that's the first. I mean that's pretty much the the first episode. Okay, s- you you s- learn about that. So
0: what goes in the second season two is what? Um, after that. Well, the first half of season two
1: is actually the rest of the first book of the Expanse okay. series. Um. So it kind of finishes off that, and then you know the whole uh, the um, the asteroid that they were on, yeah, I remember is, that. Uh, shuttling towards Earth. Okay. Um, but then it misses and it goes to Venus instead, and then it creates a ring gate later that then opens up all of these other worlds now. Um, so oh, wow. So uh, people uh. are now mass exodus to find new colonies to oh, live course. on and terraform so, colonies, and right? Shit. So it's just. Because yeah. it's creating a lot of yeah mass chaos and you know people are abandoning Mars that they were trying to colonize. I but remember it was, that. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, I don't remember the exact events of every single season. But, I'm
0: gonna have to go start watching again, man. Because I do share right. my Amazon with you, right? <laughs> right?
1: But if you've if you've read the books, basically, um, most of the time, the first the first season and a half are book one. Okay. But they do mix in a lot of. Because book one really only followed um, Miller and Holden, so oh, Holden Miller is your main was... character played by Stephen Strait, right? And uh, Miller was played by um, Thomas Jane, right? He's a detective, and then that... eventually they kind of meet up, the you know their paths cross on the stuff that they're doing, yeah. Um, but that used to be just book one, and then book two brought in this a lot of the political plot, but they kind of threw that in season one as well and had too. it going at the same time. But the first. Season and a half is book one. The second half of season two is book two. Okay. Um, and then third season is book three. Fourth season was book four.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool the right. way they did it. So now, I mean?
1: yeah. So now they're making it so it's like correlation each, to the books. Yeah. Each each season is a book.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. All right, I got to get back on it then.
1: Right. So what's your next one? Um, and so my last one is Farscape. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I knew yeah it. old old school. That one was also on Sci-Fi, fun, yeah. which did last 4 seasons. In a movie, right? And yeah, and they did a movie, The Peacekeeper Wars. Right. Um, so so they could finish it off because well it was supposed to be 5 seasons. They renewed it for 5 seasons and then we're like at the end of the fourth season, nope, we're not coming back, <laughs> which uh oh, pissed me off because they had they had gotten it to a point where they left season four, and then they were going to spend all of season five getting back right. to where they wanted to get to. So season four kind of left you at just this
0: really bad place. Right. <laughs> you know what, though? The special effects was pretty cool at the time for that. Cause, it's you know, actually pretty good. Because Jim Henson did the damn yeah. puppets, the puppeteering of that, um, the monsters or something, and, and the makeup was good, too. Right. I'm thinking about it now. That was a pretty good um, special effects for a budget of that on a sci-fi TV it's show. It's great. I mean,
1: Leslie and I are watching it right now. Um, and it aged pretty well. And yeah, it's aged it's aged really well, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, no, but I really I really enjoyed that show. It's, you know, about a guy from Earth, an astronaut who kind of, well, a scientist astronaut who has this theory where he's trying to use the, um, the Earth's gravity to kind of do a slingshot right, maneuver. Right. But when he does, he ends up, kicking up a wormhole oh, yeah, gets that. sucked into it and then ends up like way on the other side of the, you know, the galaxy somewhere. He has no idea. He's so the Milky Way galaxy, b- Right. So he ends up, he ends up in the middle of a fight, uh, like, you know, a firefight. Um, and then accidentally kills the, uh, peacekeeper commander's brother who runs into his shuttle. That's just stalled out there. Yeah. And then a prison ship pulls him in and they're trying to escape thinking he can be of use um, but then you know he's like I don't know what's going on. But then they do manage to escape. So now he's on the shuttle with a bunch of prisoners and an ex peacekeeper who gets dragged on board along with him. That's Claudia Black, right? Yeah, um, Claudia Black and Ben Browder is the uh, the astronaut character. Right. And so then it's kind of the adventures of they're in these this unknown region of the galaxy trying to run away from the peacekeepers and they're all trying to get back to their original homes. But, you know, in the process, they kind of form form bonds and friendships and kind of become their own family and,
0: you know. Yeah, because actually the, the, the pilot with the arms, I know. Right. So and he, then you have the other one that talked a lot, the little one. Well, but, was, yeah,
1: you have – okay, so there's a pilot who's like this big guy who looks like he's got, I don't know, kind of flying saucer the on, top on, of head, hat yeah. on top of on his head. head. Yeah. But he's got like multiple arms, and he's stuck in a living ship. So he helps – he helps guide the living ship and pilots it, but he's stuck in place. He can't leave. Um, and then there's Rigel. Who's like, he used to be a dominar of like 6 billion, you know, planets or something or 6 billion, you know, people, um, Or it's it's like six hundred billion or something. It's a huge number. (laughs) Right. But he got deposed by his own cousin or something like that and then ended up a prisoner being tortured for hundreds of years. That's a small one, right? Yeah, the small little guy. And so he's just kind of (laughs) he's just kind of grumpy and he steals things and he's just, you know, mm -hmm, holier than thou and just kind of a little He's a prick. And just disgusting with his spit and his, you know, bodily fluids and stuff. He's bougie. Right, exactly. (laughs) He's Um, bougie. But, uh, and then there's Dargo, who's like the big Luxon warrior. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like the the tentacles under his, you know, um, chin and stuff like that. So he's kind of the warrior species, you know, kind of like the Klingons. Right. That idea. Um, then you have, uh, so, and so he's very like hot headed and he and Crichton clash a lot because of the whole, you know, who's the alpha male or, you know, um, and then there's like a priestess, a hill. Yeah. There's a priestess, Zahn. Um, so she's kind of a plant. Um, Species, but yeah, she's she's like a um, yeah, a priestess who's like worked her way up to be a level nine, so she's very serene, but she hides a darkness inside that she had had to fight off a long time ago. Um, and then there's Aronson, who's the uh, uh, the ex peacekeeper, so now she's stuck on this ship with them as well. And then then Um, there's one more, though. Well, they eventually add Chiana, um, and she's kind of a, a Nabari. And she's kind of got blue skin and gray hair. And, yeah. you know, she's kind of... Her species is all about conformity. Right. But she's kind of a wild child. And she doesn't want to conform. And she wants to do what she wants when she wants to do it. And that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, she eventually joins them. And then there's a couple others that join later. Like Jewel and Sakozo, you know, and, and yeah, and then eventually Scorpius gets involved as the enemy. And oh, it yeah. becomes and yeah, yeah, This whole arc where he's trying to get this... Um, this uh wormhole tech out of uh Crichton's head right and so yeah they're kind of being pursued he, across the galaxy he actually like, they
0: have like memories of his that guy in his head right he he his plant plan, yeah he plants plant something, something in his, his head
1: so he kind of starts will go crazy every now and then like I hallucinating must, this yeah scorpius I must watch a lot of it and i have around.
0: not noticed i mean i'm like once again i watch these tv shows and like, i guess i watch a lot of it then yeah Oh. But yeah,
1: no, that's a that's a really fun show, you know, it's kind of old old school Henson puppetry and, you know, the
0: That's practical special effects.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the special effects themselves hold up really well. And mm-hmm. so that one was always one of, you know, one that was near and dear to my heart
0: because you cosplay as the main character.
1: Well, I do, uh, yeah, yeah. I own you're the, used uh, to. <laughs> I own the ja- I own the jacket yeah. um, or the little the vest that he that he wears in the later seasons. Yep. And so yeah, I kind of Got the leather pants, yeah, looking all can't fine. Wear, can't wear them, motherfuckers. No Made a holster <laughs> and got like the, you know, got. I the, remember. I don't got remember the pistols that. and stuff. So yeah, I cosplay as that every now and
0: then. Yeah, not anymore. You're not.
1: I, I did like last time we went to Dragon Con.
0: Man, how long was that ago?
1: Two years ago, three years ago. You sure?
0: Yeah. You fit in no, them. You can't fit those jeans now. I mean, no leather jeans. Pants. Well, the the
1: the leather pants will because they already were loose. Oh, I had to okay. use like a tight belt. Oh, okay. To get them, but I don't know if the vest is gonna fit
0: over the gut
1: anymore because <laughs> 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 that was already a small size. It was the only one that was
0: available. So. Oh, you must. I guess so. Then was I around when you had it on that year? Maybe so. You should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, There's been so many Dragon Cons, man. I can't. I can't remember anymore. But anyway, so guys, that is um Trevor's and myself. You know, that's our favorite five. And um I think we did a pretty good job. I I think we crushed it. I think we crushed it. <laughs> Not, yeah, I think we did a pretty good job of our five, favorite five. You crushed it like Wesley Crusher? <laughs> 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 ah, yeah. Star Wars, ah. Star Trek. Star Trek. You said say Star, Wars. Say Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah, we can, that's another one, too. We do sci fi movies another time. Yeah, yeah that one's going to be even harder oh pick. man tell me about it man so anyway guys that's it for our podcast you know Trevor always a pleasure to be on our podcast since you're the, our co-host so. Mm-hmm. so how can people uh, catch you on social media
1: I'm on Twitter at,
0: at Toshiro No and you've been very busy that's of course be uh, from the election uh, yeah <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that no no, no politics no, no politics no and guys you can check me out at com and also on Instagram Facebook and Twitter at amos. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Just be an this.